It is on. We are live what? at Suzilla. Hey, Suzilla here. Suzy and Matt at Suzy Health Solutions. We're talking health insurance and stuff. And stuff. Well, today's going to be one of them stuff. Those it, ABCs. The in stuff, but always be closing. Always be cheering. Always be crazy. Okay. Um, and this, this, is, this is kind of a topic that's come up uh recently is the whole concept behind playing to win versus playing not to lose mm -hmm. okay I, I, okay let's let's delve into this topic yes uh, okay so what's the difference between winning and not losing well it depends on what you're doing Okay, that was such a non-answer matt i'm sorry but it, it was what was required um you know Playing not to lose is, you know, really focused on if you're in school. Okay. Doing D level work. Okay. And playing to not get kicked out. Just is it a lot of under the radar stuff? Under the radar, you you barely show you show minimal effort. Okay. Okay. Because you have no invested interest. There's no emotional highs. There's no emotional lows. You just you're just getting by. You're, yes. I know a lot of people who live their lives like that. Yeah. And some people are really really happy and content doing that. Other people are just kind of pathetic and sad. Well, it it depends on on what they're doing. I mean, and it, why they're doing it. And why they're doing it. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who do their workaday jobs that way. Yeah, I understand that because they're not happy with a workaday job, so they get in there, they do the job, they go home. However, what happens if you've got that same attitude bleeding over to a, an interest? See, that's where things. Or a private club mm -hmm. or a role playing game. Yeah, then you end up being that guy who just sits in the corner and eats Cheetos. Yeah, it's it's not fulfilling, and I I I I I, I pointed this out this concept of the the playing to win versus playing not to lose mm -hmm. uh, at our it's it's one of our uh, campaigns for our school districts. Mm -hmm. We've got two school districts. We have got Wenatchee, East Wenatchee, mm -hmm. Eastmont, Eastmont, uh, and one of the things that they the the some of the Contributors have decided for years was to have the same signs. Yeah, they just recycle them every year. Recycle them every year. Slap a new date on it and move on. Well, they don't even slap a new date on them. Well, they they they're well, yeah, they just yeah yeah they just re recycle them. Which is a which is a money saving technique because those signs ain't cheap. Correct, it's a money saving technique, but it gets rid of the special. Okay, so they, it, it creates a never-ending cycle. So even if they slapped a, a sunshine sticker on it, it would it would pep it up just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's been you know since about 2008 when the political viewpoint has really changed, mm -hmm. and you have opposition to taxes really starting to take a place, which is very important with school districts because they're always dealing with. Um, bonds. Bonds and stuff, yeah. Yeah. So they've got an active, organized opposition force mm -hmm. that's invigorated, mm -hmm. that's actively marketing against them. And they're not counter-marketing. 
And yeah, they're just phoning it in, expecting a result. It's that old adage, resting on your laurels. Yes. They're, they're expecting everyone to have the, the, the idea that, that having a community investment, having smarter students, having invigorated students, you know, having, you know, smart and invigorated employees or coworkers, adults, adults <laughs> they, they, you know, they're not communicating the value add of investing in schools. They're just phoning it in and say, oh, we can save money here by having the same reused signs. They're not thinking, they're, they're, they're thinking small. They need to think bigger. Correct. And it's, it's one of the things that, you know, we, we see over and over again of the, you know, the, the, the phoning in of establishments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Corporate America is notorious for that. Well, it's, it's not, it's, it's not just corporate America. It's, it bleeds over. Politics is really a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's, to, to, that's to true. View, to view you, at it. You get like, um, Congress people who are just sort of, they get in there and they stay there for 60 years and never do anything besides collect a paycheck and show up to vote. Yeah, and, and then they vote the and they and they vote the party line usually, mm-hmm. and they never throw and they they go to their mandated committee meetings, but they never do anything with them, mm-hmm. you know. And then, but people still continue to vote for them because they're the group that phone it in and don't want to lose. Yeah, they're not risking anything to enrich their lives. So they have. So what will you run into with that particular group? Is if you had a dynamic candidate. In the same party, let's assume it's the same party, running against your entrenched um, candidate. Mm-hmm. The the new dynamic candidate is playing to win, whereas the entrenched candidate is playing not to lose. So it's about influencing the voter on how they perceive things. Correct. It's it's all about how the other person. And we did the same thing for what we do. Um, because, you know, years ago when the Affordable Care Act was just starting up, we'll, we'll be in our ninth open enrollment this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, we came in and we applied some really different concepts when we built our agency. We really did. We are, we do things different than anybody I've ever met in the insurance industry. Now, there's, we know a lot of folks, especially in the property and casualty, mm-hmm. um, throughout the nation just because of the internet. Um, that do some really amazing forward-thinking things. Yes. Great concepts, great ideas, and we trade back and forth with them. A lot of them are property property people. Correct. As far as I know, we're one of the few that are doing what we're doing with health insurance. There's only there's yeah there's only there's a, handful. There's, a, there's a handful that I know of. It's us and like Mike and. Yeah, there, there's there's a couple. Mike Mike sees over on the on the other coast. Yeah, he's over east. And he coast. does a lot more internet stuff uh-huh. than we do, he's and there's got, a lot more got, um, different states. I want to say he's got yeah, he's got a lot of states, and he's um, building up in Florida right now. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's 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 really focused on Florida. Um, we love Mike C insurance guy. Yeah, he's a he's a he's right in our wheelhouse with people we get along with. Oh yeah, well, you know, half the time he's you know spinning around and he's you know playing video games. Yeah, exactly. And, and well, the thing is, he also knows how to um, diversify his life, so he's not just glued into one thing. He enjoy, he says, okay, 
great, I'm closing the office. I'm going to go, I'm going to go enjoy my family. It's the end mm-hmm. of the day. I'm going home. But he's also playing to win. Yeah. And, and the, he's also playing to win his life, not just his career. Correct. It, it, but it, it has that, that positive attitude bleeds over. It does. It absolutely does. And uh, one of the things I've, I've, got, I've got to point out outside, and this this was this was the thing that, that that's gonna really frustrate some folks. <laughs> and that that's AOC when she won her initial campaign. Okay. And she she ran against an established congressman. Yeah. And who had more money, mm-hmm. old establishment backing. Mm-hmm. And at the end of her campaign, and she had her shoes, mm-hmm. and her shoes had holes in them mm-hmm. because she had worn them out going door to door talking to people. Yeah, and that is a huge difference in where she was playing to win. She was. She wasn't playing to sit back and oh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that this, these pack money is gonna come in and that's where we're where small businesses are really struggling with the concept mm-hmm. of you know should I play to win or play not to lose? Mm-hmm. I I think we've got one of the things you're gonna run into and you, I don't even know if you crossed your mind, but personality styles can really influence on how you work that game. For example, if you're a, if you're introverted, mm-hmm. if you're not rah-rah, go-go kind of person, if, if, if dealing with folks kind of makes you uncomfortable, you might play to not lose because if you are, if you're being really proactive and playing to, well, no, it's harder to play to it's win. It's different. And different's uncomfortable for a lot of people who are shy. And... You know, it's different. You, you know, yes, you can't, you know, you can't go out there and be the, the, the dynamic outdoor salesman. But you don't have to be the dynamic outdoor salesman and still play to win. Correct. Yeah. You, it's just, you just have to work it out for your comfort level and skill set. And your style. And your um, style. Because there's definitely ways to make that work. You know, we were watching. Uh, was it Top, well, the, it top was Chef last night? The Top Chef. Yeah. And they had the 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 gentleman. He was from the south. He was doing the the lowlands. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Kevin, a, Kevin something. Yeah, and it was Kitchen Wars, and he couldn't quite communicate his concept and put it on the dish. Right. He had it in his head, but he could not execute it. And and, and what really needed because he's a really you know fantastic chef and just an amazing individual. And I was watching, and I was like, he needed a partner. You need a partner to do some editing and and to get that his his mental vision and carry it across and present it to the judges because it got lost. In research, he does that in his life. This is this is um, you know this is reality TV. This is restaurant wars. He didn't have that, uh-huh. but in his life, I just I think he's got that, especially with his wife. Yep. Because the, the challenge before that included his wife, and he just crushed it. Yeah, and that is amazing. I'm big. Oh, he's looking him up. Oh well, no, I'm I'm I got a couple oh, got saying people. hello. Hello, people. And then that's that's the 
Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And that is the, you know, the biggest difference. You know, it's sometimes, you know, when you're not that outgoing, you can't be everything. We no. hear that over and over again. Yeah. You can't be everything. Well, yeah, you'll burn yourself out. And there's going to be things you're not, you're not exceptional at. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's got, you got to be bold enough to say, you know what? I kind of suck at that. And you got two choices. You can say, okay, well, I'm going to spend the time and invest in getting better at that, mm-hmm. or I'm going to spend the time and invest in another person getting better at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that, that we do back and forth. Yes. Matt and I do that with each other unconsciously at this point because we've been at this for so long. Oh, what? <coughs> oh, God. 20 years? Well, probably more than that Something, now. Yeah. 20, 25 years. Forever. Forever in and a good way. There are points where we specifically ask each other, hey, come look at this. Will you edit this for me? Will you see, you know, see how this, this reads, see how this sounds? And there are times when we just do it without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. We just automatically check in with each other about stuff because we've been at this for so long. And that's where having a good partner that you trust can be really valuable. It doesn't have to be your, your spouse. It can be your business partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just happen to do both. Yeah, we yeah exactly. We <laughs> happen to do both. Um, it's all about trust. It mm-hmm. really is, and and having a vision that coordinates. You 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 and your partner have to have a vision that ultimately has the same goal. Well, it's as I, I put it. You might come it, at it at different angles. Well, but no, as a, as a as a you know the couple is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got to have goals you got to set goals um you know and you got to do things together yeah and i don't care if it's you know raising kids or having a business or having a favorite hobby you got to do things together yeah you can't have two people doing trying to achieve the same goal without walking together well yeah i mean they don't even in the same room these days but they need to be on the same page well yeah it's it's you get to a point if if everyone's off doing their individual goals Mm -hmm. eventually those goals will drift apart yeah well you also find yourself wasting time by a lot of duplicate work and annoyance and stuff like that okay the 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 duplicate work is a myth oh no it's i i did and and the reason why i say it's a myth it's like running a household how many people are going to duplicate doing laundry? <laughs> that's true. And that's a really good example. The one thing you don't want to have happen is two people working on the same project, doing the exact same task, and come up with the same results. It's like, what, what's the point of that unless it's an experiment and you're looking for, unless it's scientific and you're looking for that? It doesn't happen. It does. It, it, it is so infrequent that it's an oddity and the reason i say that is 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 the the whole the whole concept behind corporations saying oh we're going to trim the fat we're going to cut out the redundancy yeah is playing not to lose oh well yeah they're trying to not lose money they're trying to not lose their investors they're trying to stay the status quo they're trying to play safe so they stay on top, not necessarily move forward as a company, because not moving, move forward as a culture. Moving forward as a company and a culture makes the investors stock investors nervous, so they try not to do that unless they've got something 
that they absolutely know is going to be a hit. And usually it's something that's so ridiculous and it's, if they're, if, and they, you're very rarely going to see strong movement unless, you know, like I said, unless they've, oh, unless somehow they bought a hit. You've got those age old companies, you know, 80% of the stock market mm -hmm. is owned by like the top 10%. Oh yeah, I know. So you're not going to get any dynamic moves out of no. them because their thought process is to just phone it in. So minimal, minimal investment or maximum return. So is that how people like Elon Musk get people get terrified of him? Yes, because he's doing something different. He's, he's, he's got bold enough to say, you know what? I think I will shoot myself into space. It's like, Hey, good for you. Not just <laughs> like that. I'm not going to shoot myself into space. But he's also, oh, let's be honest. Elon Musk is setting himself up to be a super villain, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Correct. But on the other hand, you look at the, you know, someone like Branson, mm -hmm. Who you know year you know years ago he's mm -hmm. he, ex, he you know he's an explorer he's exploring boundaries mm -hmm. he's going to shoot himself off into space first mm -hmm. because he's been working that direction for decades. Yes, Richard Branson has been working that direction for a long time. It's, it's but he's not as scary as Elon Musk somehow. Well, because he's been doing it for decades, he's got a track so record. We're just not used to Elon Musk. I don't know if we're, we're used to it or if it's the, the apparent randomness of it or, you know, the fact that he is not, Elon Musk is not an extrovert. He's not no. a smooth talker. No, he's not. He doesn't communicate well. No, I mean, he's, he's awkward. Well, he's, he's autistic. He is. He's, that's, that's, I mean, that's, he's talked about that. Yeah. He's, he's on the spectrum and that's part of, you know that may be why people have a hard time connecting with him from a exterior standpoint. I, I'm not, not getting very good. I'm not connecting this very well. Well, no, it, it's, you know, it's that, it's that communication thing. Yeah. He's got, you know, different visions. You know, I think he started out PayPal, if I remember right. I do not he's, know. He's, yeah. He's done a couple different projects and it wasn't, you know, him being the, the, you know, the spokesperson. No, no. He always put somebody else in front because he knew he wasn't so good at that. Yeah. He brought around a team that got the job done. And that's, that is important, an important skill. But again, you know, he's still playing to win. He's yeah. playing to, you know, shoot himself out into space. He's, you know, looking at expanding himself mm -hmm. and that's, you know, that is a very distinct business attitude that he carries through all his things. Mm -hmm. So the uh, you know, so you know, you got to decide: Are you comfortable where you're at? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, one of my one of my famous analogies: If you are treading water right now in your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Inflation will will swamp you in a year. Yeah, that's true. So, okay, what if you are getting to the point where you really are doing well? You've got you're you're chucking right along. You you played to win a long time, and mm -hmm. you just kind of want to you want to rest on your laurels. You make an active decision. There's nothing wrong with that. 
unless you're un, unless you're afraid to come back around to playing to win if you need it. Well, it, it depends because there there are two different ways you could do it. Say, so, okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna rest. Mm -hmm. So, are you encouraging the folks around you to grow, or are you stifling them? Ah, it's the team effort. It's back to the team. Well, it's not necessarily the team. It's the community effort. Yeah, it's true. Because if you think about it, you know there are there are um, a good a good example of this was the cannabis industry in yeah. Washington State. Yeah. Go ahead. You know they clearly an agricultural product. Mm -hmm. You're growing it. You're you you know and it's you, a farm. you get it's a farm. It's a marketplace. Um, however, the established farmers mm -hmm. did everything in their power. To squash it, yeah, they just could not get on board with it. And 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 per square foot, a cannabis farm makes more money than anything else agriculturally. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're 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 yeah, everyone's got their little hands out, and then it's going oh well, it's 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 horrible and whatnot. And but at the end of the day. None of those old established, the, the hay farmers, the orchardists, mm -hmm. said, hey, you know what? We've got this new industry. Let's let's lift up because they could, you know, they could do good in the community. Mm -hmm. They can pay some of the taxes that we're paying. Mm -hmm. But they didn't because they were different. Because they were different. And they were and they got challenged and they got scared. And that's an example of, of the establishment resting on their laurels and squashing the things around them. That's a shame. So how do we how do we how do we break those cycles? Well, you start out with yourself. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you start out with you know how do I make myself better? Is it taking a class? Is it asking for a promotion? We just went through a vicious cycle. Of contracting. Yeah, that was no fun. I got stuff to do today about that. <laughs> yes, we yes we got our, it's it's our, our fifth contract out of mm -hmm. six years. Yeah. Uh, with the Washington Health Plan Finder. Eighteen. We are we are confirmed again to be the full service enrollment center for 2022. Uh, so out of 1,400 producers and about another, I want to say they're under a thousand navigators. Mm -hmm. There are only 11 enrollment centers in right. the state of Washington. People who are, are contracted with the state to um, to assist to assist people help with enrolling in health insurance using the Washington State um, Health Plan Finder, and it's it's more than that because also it's education. It is, uh, and and that's that's a big component because we we talk to people on a on a regular basis like yeah this is how insurance works. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that having that conversation is something important because we didn't do that in high school. No, we, no one's ever went to a class and said, Oh yeah, this is what a deductible is. Or this is what a copay means. No. Or this is how I look up, a, my drugs in a formulary. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we saw that years ago, uh, when I got diagnosed with yeah. diabetes and yeah. you were right there with the formulary. It's like, Oh, this is, this is the one that works. On my formulary, this is, you know, prescribe this and we'll have no problems and we won't have to change anything on the way in. That's because I knew how to do that after being in the pharmacy industry for almost 20 years. Yeah, so we were able to assist our medical professional make a decision that wouldn't 
it, that would streamline their lives. It did, and he was thrilled. <laughs> he was just tickled pink that we could do that. Oh, she. No. Oh. That wasn't no, that was that was your oh that was previous doctor. That was previous doctor. Okay, yeah, right. I've done it with the current. I've done it with our current doctor. Mm-hmm. Matt's doctor retired. Yeah, I, I retired, and we we got a second. No, it was it was the stand-in doctor, the the gal. Oh, the, oh yeah, that's right. You had someone who's um yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. But that's an example of you know knowing what we do and being able to sm- smooth out the process on the way in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that went, and she was like, this is the fastest I've ever seen that done. It's like, you got the, you got the tools, use them. You got the tools, use them, but you have to start with yourself. Yes. And then from there you move out to, okay, well, you know, how do, you know, how do I improve the people, you know, the people around me? How do I encourage them to challenge themselves? Mm -hmm. You know, we did that with your career job. Yeah. Yep. I made it safe for you to change careers from being a pharmacy tech. That's true. Emotionally safe. Well, it wasn't just emotionally safe. Because there, there was some financial in there. There was a lot of financial in there. That's why I did both jobs for a long time. Um, and, you know, we sat down and discussed it. And it's like, here, you can try this insurance where you, you, you got some, some basic understanding. And if you don't like it, you can leave the the policies stay in our house mm-hmm. and we don't lose out on anything. Exactly. We we insulated ourselves for whatever was going on. And it worked out great for me. It really did. Um sometimes you gotta try and sometimes you fail and sometimes you continue and you sometimes you succeed. And you had to you know come out and do the, you know, oh, I'm gonna play to win. I'm gonna try this. Yeah. I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna extend myself out and do something new. Mm-hmm. So then from there, you go from community, mm-hmm. you know, what's outside your household? How do you enable someone else to do something successful that's new and challenging? Mm-hmm. Make sure, and, and one of the things that we do is make sure that they know they've got health insurance options. Correct. Which is a huge, huge reason why people have a tendency to be, feel like they're trapped in their job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? The, the the two classics uh, that I, I've done, you know, in, in the last two years, uh, Bear on Air, uh-huh. uh huh, online radio station from uh, local DJ Nikki Darling. Love you, Nikki. Love you. It is, you know, we're one of the people that that, that helps sponsor that, and it's it's important because it it created a private source of music. Mm-hmm. In, in central Washington and the world since it's internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing was I, I had, it was a, it was one of those weird cat contacts, uh, blue Jay cleaning. Yeah. That was, a, that was a more interesting one. Uh, had difficulty communicating and it took me, it took us about a, a half hour, 40 minutes, sit down and create some simple social media clips and order business cards for her mm-hmm. um, because I want her to succeed mm-hmm. because this is, you know, each of those outside individuals that succeed in our community means it adds to our community mm-hmm. success. That's right. And community success is something we should all strive for. Yeah. And then outside of that, you go to the regional aspect. 
It grows and, that, and grows and grows. And that's kind of where we're at now with, with Susie Health Solutions. We're at the regional level. We are level. at the regional level, yeah. Um, when they got some expanded funds, the Health Plan Finder, uh-huh. they came to us and they said, okay, you're it for, for notifying Central Washington about the American Rescue and Plan. Boy, did we crush it. <laughs> um, and and it's like, you're it. No one else wants to do it. <laughs> Which was so weird. Um, well, I don't want to do anything. It's my summer. <laughs> and so, yeah, we went out there and it's like, how do you interact with a, and this kind of brings us back to the school districts. Mm-hmm. How do you operate a positive message in a hostile environment? Ooh, that's a tough one. And we're seeing more and more of that because the the, the the opposition forces like to play the win. So they're looking for their winners. Yeah, that's true. And, and they're cultivating it. And they're cultivating it. And they're cultivating that attitude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can have a, a, a great attitude and a lousy product. Yeah. You know, you can have a great attitude of getting out there and, and, and you know, and community and that's completely irresponsible yeah um a good example we're seeing that is the fireworks that's true here in wenatchee we um chelan county and the city of wenatchee said no fireworks Mm -hmm. um city of east wenatchee a county of douglas douglas county I said, no fireworks. City of East Wenatchee said, sure, blow them up. And I think the best example. This is after a four-day heat wave. Yeah, this heat wave shut down everything. Go check out our blog. We baked cookies in our car. Yeah, we baked cookies in our cars. We fried eggs outside just using the sun in a frying pan. Crazy level heat. Now, up north, and I want a big shout-out to the Colville tribes. Woot! Woot! They make they make money some significant money off selling fireworks. Yes, they do. It's a huge industry. For the them. tribe got together and said, "Hey, you know what? It's too freaking dangerous. We're gonna shut down sales. We're gonna shut down ignition. And if you break it, it's a five thousand dollar fine." Yep, they're not messing with us. They're not messing around. They don't want their place to burn down. They care about each other, and that's an example of that tribe playing to win Mm -hmm. and their win is community and not having the place burned down. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're going to end it today. I like that. So, Hey, have a great day and enjoy, you know, enjoy independence day. Stay safe. Stay stay safe. Make some ice cream. There you go. All right. Bye-bye for now.